It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pennis on the local side. Our high school football season preview segments continue. Now, I will tell you, we have changed the schedule a bit. Originally, it was two today, two tomorrow, one Friday. We're now switching that up. One today, one tomorrow, one Friday, and one on Monday and Tuesday of next week as we approach week one of the high school football season, a week and a half away. The Perryville Pirates return just four starters from last season's roster and bring in youth as they try to turn the program around after having gone a total of 5-15 and 15 in Brent Roth's two seasons as head coach. They are making some progress, though, riding the ship as they did win one more game last year than they did the prior season. But does it get a little tougher when only four starters return from last year? Here's head coach Brent Roth. It's not too bad. Um, definitely the, the hardest part is just getting those guys to have the confidence and kind of believe in themselves. You know, some of them have that in them. And then uh, also just trying to get them to grow up real fast you know you know these guys are still kids and and you're trying to get them to uh, uh just grow up have a little more maturity but they've done a real good job that this this summer of, of taking things more seriously and and uh just kind of putting putting the work in putting the time in um you know as a coaching staff you know they, we know who these guys are and and you know they did a good job on the jv level last year and and again stepped in at times on the varsity level and performed well as, uh, there as well so um it, it's not that difficult it's you know the hardest part is kind of shuffling the deck and you know, had changed positions here or there to just kind of get your best 11 out on the field. Roth says despite the youth on the team, that's something he likes about the roster. I like our youth. You know, I think it, you can look at it as a negative way. Like, hey, man, we got to put all these sophomores in there. But at the same time, uh, these are talented kids. You know, there's a reason uh, that we're playing these sophomores. It's not because, you know, we have to. Um, it's because they're talented kids and, and they're ready for this level of football. Um, so looking forward to just seeing those guys uh, get their chance and, and step up. And, and then also, you know, looking to the future, you, you look and see like, man, hey, we're going to have this guy back next year. We're going to have this guy back next year. And you go down the line and you just you just want those guys to keep improving and, and go out and perform the best they can this year. And then, uh, you know, next year you don't have to replace as many spots. Where does the depth of this young team stand? Depth is always a concern of mine, you know, because um, you're always trying to get those first team guys as many reps as you can. Um, but always in the back of your mind, you're thinking, man, we're one injury, injury away from this guy having to be a starter and trying to get him reps too. So, um, again, that's just sort of, you know, moving a guy from guard to tackle or, or whatever you got to do to make sure that you got, you know, solid backups behind them. According to Roth, the goals don't change even though the same goals weren't met a year before. We're playing the same schedule as we did last year, and, you know, we still kind of look at the same uh, opponents on our team. We see a few that that are really tough competition, and then uh, everybody else on the schedule, it, it seems like, you know, they're winnable games. So we just got to find a way, again, like I said at the beginning, is just finding a way to win those those even matchups and, and it seemed like uh, we might have did that well, probably just once last year and um, you know the other ones that uh, were kind of 50-50 good matchups we weren't able to pull those out so got to find a way to kind of get over the hump 
on those 50-50 games. Perryville begins the season swapping home and road dates. In week one, they're at Oakville before hosting Windsor in the second week. And in week three, Perryville is at St. Vincent. Then the Pirates return home for three straight weeks as they host Bayless, Grandview, then Jefferson. In week seven, they're at New Madrid. Week eight at Herculaneum. And Perryville wraps up the season at home in week nine on Friday, October 20th at home against the St. Pius Lancers. For more on the Perryville Pirates, you can find their schedule at kfmosports.com. That's also where you can find the season previews. Major League Baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals and Oakland Athletics continued the three-game series Tuesday night. It was game two of the set, and the Cardinals looked to pick up the series winner. The Cards put on a slunk fest. With more, here's the Cardinals Radio Network. With Ricky Orton, I'm John Rooney, and Dakota Hudson was great again last night. He got early support, and the Cardinals beat the A's 6-2. Hudson goes to 4-0 on the season, wins his 20th game at Bush Stadium against just five losses. Jojo Romero finished it up. Cardinals got home runs from Walker, Edmond, and Arenado. And the Cardinals scored four early and then added on, and Tommy Edmond finished off the night with a blast over the Cardinal bullpen as Tommy Edmond has 11 home runs. Well, it's nice to score early. The Cardinals know what it's like to be on the other side of that. The A's are struggling. The Cardinals win the series with the victory yesterday, go for the sweep today. It's Matthew Libertor, and Libertor is going for another great performance after what we saw down at St. Petersburg. Matthew's 2-4. and four. Paul Blackburn, 2-3, and three, will pitch for Oakland. We're on the air at 4.50 today. It's an earlier start. 5.35, Ricky will have the lineups, and I'll bring you the first pitch at 5.45 from Bush Stadium. Yesterday, Cardinals 6, A's 2. The Cardinals Hall of Fame and Museum is the official home of Cardinals history. For those who want to be a part of one of the sport's greatest collections in the world, museum membership is the way to go. Cardinals Museum membership provides unlimited admission for one year, exclusive Hall of Fame bobbleheads, discounts, ticket offers, and more, in addition to supporting exhibit design and artifact restoration. There are a variety of membership levels, including our ultimate level of membership. For more info and to join, go to cardinals.com slash membership. Starter Dakota Hudson is 3-0 and in his last three starts since the MLB trading deadline. What is the biggest difference in Hudson since returning to the rotation? Cards manager Oliver Marmol. I don't want to attribute all of it to mentality. Um... But a decent amount of it. There, there's some mechanical changes that he's made, and he's spoken of that before. But uh, the, the mindset is a big part of having success up here. And sometimes it's letting things go and not not caring so much. Nolan Arenado's 25th homer of the year came in the first inning of Tuesday night's win. Nolan Arenado on the big fly. I took a good swing on the one before. Um, I was uh, I was disappointed I missed it, but it kind of got me back on track. Cause then I got back on the fastball because after I took a good swing, I thought I didn't think he was gonna throw me another one and. Uh, the fact that I stayed on the heater, I was able to load early, recognize it, and make a good swing. The Cardinals and A's wrap up the series this evening. Catch it on B104.3 starting at 445 for a 541st pitch. The Redbirds host the New York Mets for four games starting on Thursday. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs continue their preseason schedule with the second of three preseason matches. They're in Arizona on Saturday night as they battle the Cardinals. Kickoff at 7 o'clock with pregame coverage starting at 6 on AM 1240 KFMO. Major League Soccer St. Louis City SC is off until Sunday when they host Austin FC. That one has an 8.30 kickoff. 
Then on KFMO on Sunday, the NASCAR Cup Series is at Watkins Glen International for the Go Bowling at the Glen. Chase Elliott is 80 points below the playoff cut line with two races left in the regular season. His best option is to win and get into the playoffs. Elliott has had success at the Glen in his career, but says past success isn't a factor in the race this week. It's been good to us, yes. You know, it's a special place. We got got our first win there. It, it you know, was a really big deal. Absolutely. Um, um, we've been fortunate to have some good runs over the last three or four years there. Does that mean we're going to go up there next week and light the world on fire? No, it doesn't. Man, I'm sorry, it just doesn't. I wish it did, but it just doesn't. So we're going to prepare this week like we always prepare. We're going to show up prepared at the racetrack um, from a car standpoint and from my standpoint, and we're going to go to work. And wherever that gets us, it gets us. The Go Bowling at the Glen on Sunday can be heard on KFMO with pre-race beginning at 1 o'clock, the Green Flag Waves, and our later at 2 with the Motor Racing Network. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis.